0: Good morning and welcome to UVU Today, a podcast by students for students. We are committed to keeping you up to date on what you need to know about Utah Valley University. I'm Mikael Newkirk.
1: And I'm Matthew Daniels. And today is September 16th, 2021. And it is a great day to be a Wolverine.
0: It is a great day to be a Wolverine. I I feel like I say that every episode, but you know, every day it gets better.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's um, for sure. I mean, oh, when, yeah. when was it a good time to be a Wolverine, honestly?
0: Never. It's always better than being a cougar. Sorry to BYU. Um, nah, you
1: don't need I'm to just, apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. A lot of my friends go there. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited about today's episode. Today, Matthew and I are going to talk about mental health and uh, suicide prevention It is um, Suicide Prevention Month, is September. And last Friday was National Suicide Prevention Day, which is really cool. And it's something that not a lot of people talk about. And it's kind of very taboo, which is why I wanted to do sort of a special episode, because it's something I know that a lot of college students struggle with. I don't know if you've noticed that, Matthew, or had experience.
1: I have. um... I mean I don't know if this happened to everyone else in high school. I mean, at least in Utah, I know it was required in September sometime. You'd have to sit down for like an hour and watch this video prepared by the state and you'd have to have a discussion in class about suicide and how to prevent it, right how to see the signs. Then there there was a mixed reaction. Some the kids would take it seriously, others would just like zone off and not even care. right Right. and others would just stay quiet through the whole thing and who knows what they were thinking right
0: yeah it's kind of something I I didn't ever do that at least I don't remember doing that but I I remember dare like drugs oh Um, yeah but I don't remember talking mental health a lot and I I kind of remember it was very taboo growing up. And like, if you mentioned it, you were like, it, it was kind of taken, like no one really knew how to react. I personally have experience with suicidal thoughts. Um, I'm very open about it. And I talk about it because it's something that I think a lot of people should be less afraid to talk about because people, there's this stigma. I actually did a a speech in my public speaking class about suicide. And it's been proven that the more you talk about it, the better you can fix it and communicate. And there's a huge stigma as if you don't talk about it because you're going to put the idea in someone's head or you're not going to know what to say or do. But the more you talk about it, the better. So I kind of wanted to share some statistics from the University of Utah the first one that I found was that suicide is the leading leading cause of death for Utahns ages ten to twenty four. It's the leading cause, which is wild and really sad. And between twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen, it averaged about uh, Utah averaged about six hundred and sixty suicides a year, which is crazy. So it's a huge problem. Utah is one of the only states where the suicide average is higher than the national average, which is really sad. And it's also something that is slowly getting better, but not not quite there yet. I kind of wanted to talk about three specific groups, uh, college students, veterans, and the LGBTQ plus community, because they're all groups that stick out at UVU and... um, in mental health statistics as well. I don't know if you found anything, Matthew, that you
1: wanted to talk about. No, uh, not like specifically with, you know, that more of like a general sense, like with mental health. Yeah. Uh, so honestly, you have to think what exactly is your mental health and what you need to do to take care of it. Totally. Um, so it's I looked up a de- definition for mental health. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is. Your social, emotional, and uh, like social interaction, the way that you think and talk with people. Mm. It's not so much doing things. It's just your eternal computing process. If you want to, if you want to say so. Yeah. For any computer programs out there, it's basically like the software that you have to constantly update, constantly take care of. Right. So how do you take care of it really? Well, If you listen to, like, I listen to a whole bunch of, like, motivational speakers, and Mm -hmm. I follow a few on Instagram, right? Most of them are, like, entrepreneurs, businessmen, and they'll tell you, get on a schedule of sleep, eat well, exercise, uh, just, like, expand your mind, right? Do all these things. Mm -hmm. And then you go and you look at, like, the mental health spectrum, and they say the exact same thing of yeah. just those little things that if we slowly miscare for that we just kind of go down the rabbit hole.
0: And I wouldn't even like necessarily use the word miscare or forget. I I I feel like with mental health it's more of like like for me personally I am on antidepressants and I go to therapy and I've tried just about everything under the sun before I did any of that because I was so scared. And I felt like there was a lot that I was doing wrong on top of all of those things, like following accounts on Instagram that motivate me or going and working out and then adding the medication and the therapy on top of it has been like a huge benefit for me. But it's like everyone is so different. Some I have people that I know that just going to the gym is what keeps them mentally okay. And that's, That's what they need. And so I think it's definitely different for everyone. Your mental health has so many parts to it. So I like that you brought that, like the definition of mental health up because I've never heard it, even with all my mental health issues. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I did the three groups I wanted to break it down into. I started looking up some statistics on LGBTQ plus mental health in Utah. And I kind of wanted to preface by say saying it's very hard to track that. So it's kind of these are statistics that people have researched as much as they can. And these are for the whole U.S., uh, not just Utah. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, LGBTQ plus adults are twice as likely to experience a mental health condition in the US and LGBTQ teens are six times more likely to experience symptoms of depression than non, LGBTQ identifying uh, teenagers and youth. LGBTQ youth are more than twice as likely to feel suicidal and four times as more likely to attempt suicide than um, heterosexual youth, which I thought was really interesting. UVU has a lot of resources for the LGBTQ plus community and it's amazing and it's so good. And one thing that I always just like to bring up with this is how important it is to ask people how they're doing and really creating a loving environment for people everywhere you go, especially right now when it's so divided, because it's hard for people to feel accepted, I think, which adds a lot of stress, obviously, <laughs> in um, in your mental health, in your psyche. And UVU has mental health services. They have therapy sessions for $10. You can meet in a group. You can meet individually. We'll talk about it more later. But yeah, that's, I feel like we don't really talk about that one as much, but it's important. And we want people to feel accepted and loved. And while I was looking up Utah, I noticed that veterans are another group I wanted to focus on because the veteran suicides account for 13% of suicides in Utah, which is wild. But UVU has a Veteran Success Center. And there are lots of different options here at UVU. And it's a group that we think about and a lot of people pray for and think about a lot that we forget the mental health part of it. At least I do. How much trauma that they go through. Also, shout out to the Veteran Success Center because I am on your email list for some reason. And uh, I enjoy the emails, even though I'm not a veteran (laughs) at all.
1: Well, but was, thank you as, as long as it helps right
0: as long as it helps I'm so happy there are so that's why I know so much about this because every time I get an email I'm like look how much they have for veterans it's so cool
1: that's awesome
0: yeah I'm like wow I would partake but <laughs> <laughs> you did not deserve. um so
1: I so my guess is that's also kind of a request to not take you off the email list. Yes, don't take,
0: don't take me off. <laughs> don't take me off. I I just enjoy the community that I am not technically part of. <laughs> it's really fun. And like I was saying before, UVU has so many resources for these two specific groups, veterans and LGBTQ plus students, and there's so many opportunities to get involved. And I found some statistics. So over 100,000 adults in Utah experience some sort of mental illness, which is wild. And it's really hard for people to find mental health resources as well. Being in college, it's really hard to kind of prioritize your mental health. So I kind of wanted to talk about what we look for in someone that's struggling, I don't know if you've had experience with this, Matthew, or if you've noticed when someone's kind of struggling mentally or like going through something. Uh, kind of what's happened in that situation.
1: So, like, like I said in the beginning, it's a it's a gradual process. It's not yeah. all of a sudden you wake up and right, you you want to commit suicide. Absolutely. So, right, and even. Right, even to get to the process of even having thoughts of it. Right. Uh-huh. Um, right. That's a whole other process as well is someone like, having the thoughts and then debating within themselves if they act or not. Yes. Uh, so definitely some of the, some of the main things that become that is noticeable is like depression, depression, and then a removal from of themselves from society and from the things that they used to do, mm-hmm. uh, they, they just don't have. like Someone, a person, will not have the the excitement or the motivation to go to these certain groups that they used to go to and to enjoy themselves for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a removal from those activities, uh, depression, uh, lack of sleep, or getting too much sleep, right? Yes. um Eating too much or eating too little is there's def- is another one. Basically, things that upend the routine that they're usually in that are detrimental to their health, both physical, social, and emotional. Absolutely. Those are like, those are some of the signs. Of course, right? I know from my experience. Right. I also had struggles with mental health. I recently got diagnosed with ADD, right, and I'm taking mm-hmm. meds currently for it. So there's definitely can be a thought process of hiding it, you know, of going, What you know, from my perspective is was I don't want to show weakness, right? It's like, I can take care of it. Mm-hmm. So it, like when they're in public, you can, you may not notice it may be their usual selves. Um, but I know when I got into my own personal bubble, my safety in my room or whatever, that was kind of when it released. Yeah. Uh, so those are some of the things to look for uh, definitely is just a removal from society and then routines, uh, upending your, their normal routine that is just detrimental to their health.
0: Yeah, those are great. That's like you hit everything like and I think you're totally right. It's sometimes it's hard because in my personal experience, I had people reaching out to me and I did not want to be reached out to. So it kind of goes a little both ways. Um, There are some kind of a couple more that I would add is if someone says they're feeling trapped or hopeless or if they have like increased negative self-talk is a big one. Just, you know, I'm not worth it. I'm not good enough. Why am I here? Those sort of things to definitely look out for in people. And it's hard because you don't want to assume also that someone's going through something. And as the person with mental illness, you don't want to feel like you're a burden either. And so I was so afraid to ever talk to anyone or tell anyone because I'm the strong one. I can get through this. I am i don't need anyone to help me. So I totally relate in that. And then as soon as I started talking to people, I was like, wait, <laughs> they're not judging me on my strength. In fact, they're saying that I'm stronger for talking to people and it all depends on your situation and where you're at and how comfortable you are with talking to people. So now that we've talked a little bit about what to look for, um, how can you talk to someone who might be going through some of these? Um, I know in my experience, I really try to just not hesitate in asking how they're really doing and it's up to them if they want to tell me or not but just trying to be very open I think is a good start
1: definitely um here's a little here's a little comparison right to a little friendly reminder something that everyone can imagine I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you don't have a car or you're far away from home and you need a ride home otherwise you're just walking right but you don't want to be a burden on anyone. So you don't want to ask for a ride, but if they offer it to you, you're like, yeah, uh, this happened to me throughout, like all high school, because I never had a car for all the high school. Um, right. But there's, this also happens in other situations where they ask you, Hey, do you want to ride? Right. And just out of response, right. Of naturally being polite, you go, no, no, it's okay. Right. I don't want to, you live on the other side of town. I don't want to burden you. And I'll ask, are you sure? Right like yeah yeah and then you think inside your head if they ask one more time i'll say yes yes and they go okay all right see you tomorrow bye and then you're beating yourself up for the entire walk home of why didn't i say yes mm-hmm. uh so like being direct is definitely something right not like overbearingly direct if that makes sense yeah uh, you need to be an emotional support for that person but addressing what could be the issue right try and find out if there's anything wrong and just be just there for them right mm-hmm. constantly like, keep a monitor on them make sure that they they're not drifting too far away and that they can feel comfortable telling all of you telling you all of the stuff that's going on in their head or in their lives right and being that support
0: Absolutely. I am obsessed with that analogy, by the way. I'm probably going to use it all the time. (laughs) It's so true. Like how many times or like even how many times I've just waited and waited for someone to offer me a ride or to offer help. And I haven't said anything myself. And sometimes it takes that like extra push, you know, asking a third or a fourth or a fifth time and just making sure people are okay. So yeah, I love that. And I found a a quote on an Instagram that I love. Uh, I think it's called self-care is a priority. And they kind of give a quote on how to respond to people. Again, this is very kind of robotic, but it's like, if someone opens up to you, you can say, thank you so much for trusting me. It's not easy to open up like you this. I'm thankful that you did and you don't have to go through this alone. And I think those points are some of the most important you can hit. Like, I, I'm so thankful that you are saying something. And in my personal experience, when I first told a doctor how I was feeling, they were so excited, not excited, (laughs) they were sad, (laughs) but like, they were so thankful that I was saying something for the first time. And that's how people are going to feel. People want to be able to reach out as much as they can. I kind of wanted to quickly go over some of the resources Utah has, too. Uh, They have the Safe Utah app. Have you heard of that, Matthew? Matthew?
1: Yes. Yes. If I'm remembering, it's also the app that you can use to report like harassment and bullying, right?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. they talked about that one a lot in high school. I remember
0: that. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So it's a chat and a tip line. So like you, and it's an app. So you can go on there and you can chat with someone. I've used it before when I've had panic attacks and they kind of just talk me down, ask me questions. It's so awesome. And I I actually went to a suicide prevention walk on Saturday and they had a little booth. And their whole goal is to help... Um, young adults and youths and anyone who needs help so you can download the safe utah app it's so awesome they also have the utah crisis line which is a phone number that you can call at 800-273-8255 and i can put these resources on our instagram too but overall i i just want my fellow wolverines um and not wolverines to know that there are resources for you and there are people that want to help wherever you need it
1: absolutely right use the resources don't be afraid i know me at the beginning i'm pretty sure this happened this happened to you right you have this tendency to not want to trust therapists not want to trust Mm -hmm. all these things because it's like how the heck do they know what's going on in my head right yes so, right, especially the more that you isolate yourself, the less you trust people outside of your own comfort circle and the less you trust strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be because of traumatic experiences in the past, right? It can be just routine things, just common. One analysis that I saw I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of Ted Lasso on Apple <gasps> TV.
0: That's my favorite yeah. show. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's so good.
0: Lasso, everyone watch it.
1: It's it's a very good show. The second season, it puts an emphasis on mental health. It's one of like the small little discussions they have.
0: Absolutely. It's a funny
1: show, but they tackle like real life, like real scenarios, like taking accountability and uh just taking care of those around you, not judging. Right? Mental health is one of the things. And Coach Lasso, um yeah, Jason, I forget his last name
0: Jason Sudeikis, shout out
1: Sudeikis, <laughs> yep Legend, right, he plays yeah. Ted Lasso And his character is like a Midwest Like Kansas Think of like coach. Rural, yeah, right Football coach, just does his own thing And he unloads On the therapist from time to time On why he doesn't Trust the therapist mm-hmm. And it's like an exact copy Of what was going on in my head Like before the whole ordeal, right? So I definitely go watch it. If you need some self-motivation to talk to like a therapist or anyone about mental health, that helped me for sure. Definitely a a good resource. There's a whole bunch of new shows and new movies coming out that are addressing it. And it's really cool to see the culture change about its attitude of mental health and awareness, Right. Especially here in Utah, towards the LGBTQ plus, right? Because mm-hmm. I know there's like this religious tension between the whole, like the whole thing, right? Yeah. I know mm-hmm. that exists. You can't ignore it. Um, that could be one of the reasons why, right? It, people can feel that way. Absolutely. Um, right, but the culture is changing, and the more that we talk about it individually the more we can help shift from the taboo to like acceptance and treatment.
0: Yes. Yes, Matthew, you found everything. Um, Absolutely. And one thing that I love about Ted Lasso, and I watched a show last summer, it's called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's on Netflix. It's a little weird, but it's all about mental health. And one thing about shows like that is that they do show someone who doesn't trust therapists because of experiences they've had that now trust one that has worked out for them. I think it's trial and error and it's totally dependent on your personality, but this is something that needs to be talked about more, especially in the groups that I mentioned and just in life in general. Uh, Let's talk about mental health. Let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings and discuss our issues. Let's, let's talk about these things more openly and honestly because it's something that is so important. And I would suggest to anyone to do your research, to talk to your friends, um, to watch a TV show about mental health, to read a book because it is something that definitely needs to be addressed and know that you're not alone there are people rooting for you every every step of the way um so you got this
1: absolutely and then can I give two more tips of advice real quick please yeah all right so first off right this is a big one right my dad's a paramedic so I get to hear stories of the side effects and everything right yeah. once you have been prescribed medication by the doctor it is vital that you take exactly what they prescribe nothing more if you take less it can be all right but it depends on the drug right um i know if you take less painkillers it's better right because it's an opioid it can be very addictive yeah um but like things um so the antidepressants adderall uh those are two that come top of my head It is vital that you take them as prescribed yes you talk to anyone and everyone will say the same thing right mm-hmm. and then secondly this is something that i teach because i'm also a soccer coach for uh for for youth up here in Kiever. nice and this is something that right uh, i'm teaching them now right is because in sports and life right there's all there's always the mental aspect the preparation the self-motivation before doing something uh, so this is a process that I was taught in high school, and I use throughout sports and everything. It's called imagery. Uh, best ex- way to explain it is the little uh, the little train engine who thought he could, mm-hmm. right? He was chanting, "I think I can, I think I can," and he ends up achieving it. It's basically the same thing: is imagining success and imagining the exact process that you'll go through, and that will bring out the expected result, right? So. If you keep thinking negative thoughts, you'll get a negative outcome. If you keep thinking positive thoughts, you'll get a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes practice and it doesn't come easy at first. Um, but the more you do it and the more you just kind of daydream success, right? Not just like general goals, but exact things that you'll be doing throughout the week, throughout the months, throughout the day the more likely you achieve the results and expectations that you have for yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I cannot tell you how important it is to have positive affirmations in your life. I always tell myself, um, I can, and I will, I can, and I will, I can, and I will. And as long as I can get through that, um, it, it makes it so much easier. So I love those. You can, and you will, I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> But thank you so much for having this conversation with me, Matthew. Absolutely,
1: no problem. I love, I love it.
0: I love talking about this stuff, and I love that you watch Ted Lasso. Everyone watch uh, it.
1: <laughs> it's soccer. Why wouldn't I watch it?
0: Absolutely, <laughs> I should know better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to UBU today.
1: For more on what's happening on campus, you can follow UBU today on Instagram.
0: As always, please subscribe, like, and follow UVU today wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Stay awesome, Wolverines, and have a great day.
0: Yes, have a good one.